Welcome to the Trailer Park Podcast, episode six, I think, and the first episode where I don't have any kind of guest. That's because this is the first episode, I think, like four months, five months, due to a number of things that I'll just talk about at some point, but I just got to get back in the swing of things. I definitely plan to have guests on more, but I do want to do solo episodes just to get better at talking at the camera because it just took me a solid like two minutes just to get into this. So I got some things I'm just going to blabber on about. Um, but if you want to listen when I have guests on or more blabbering, just make sure to follow on whatever platform you're listening on. Follow me on Twitter to see when they go live or on the, you know, whatever platform you have, it might tell you. So, but yeah, haven't made anything in a few months. Been doing a lot of just random shit. I tried to start far too ambitious of a YouTube video and that really made me spiral content wise. And then I just kind of fell out of stuff for a bit because of school and everything while well, school along with work, along with responsibility, you know, the whole conundrum of life. But um, with a balance in place and wanting for sure to do this like more consistently, I'm like making my schedule work where I can do this sort of thing and like being less indecisive about getting stuff done. Um, and it's, you know, it's a difficult thing for some people, some people can just effortlessly just work on shit and like schedule their lives, be able to do what they want. And I feel like I am the exact opposite where it is hard for me to get into the groove of doing things properly where I'm not immediately like feeling as if I am putting off something else that is also important, even though in reality, even the way I'm doing this right now is not the best setup. I still need to structure my time better. Uh, but I've gotten, like, the biggest thing is my, when it comes to the sort of content I'm making and exploring to make is back in September, when I was doing a lot of streaming, I really got into um, Pokemon Hardcore Nuzlocking. I had a lot of fun doing Pokemon Fire Red, which I'm making a video about and should be done this week. I finished like cutting everything up. I just have to record, I have to do the voiceover and then like the final edit bits and then that should be done. So that'll be like, hopefully I get back on the, it'll probably be like a podcast episode a week and like some kind of YouTube video a week. The Pokemon video is definitely a more lengthy video compared to, or a more heavily edit video like it just takes more time to edit for me because it's also the first video this kind of ever made and i also switched over to using premiere pro from sony vegas um fun thing <laughs> sony vegas i feel like is very intuitive when it comes to being like a new user it's like it's like if you're new to video editing sony vegas is so nice but then if you're not if you're um uh, if you go into Premiere Pro, even if you know video editing, it can be a fucking terrible learning curve. I had a horrible time with um, learning Premiere Pro. Not even a horrible time. It was just, it, it didn't feel intuitive. 
it didn't feel like obvious how stuff was supposed to work. Uh, but once I knew how things worked, the flow kind of came together more. And also the, I can already tell by having the Adobe suite, I can put out probably higher quality things because like even Photoshop, even Photoshop for like making thumbnails and like editing certain things, like I can tell I can do better. Like I was using GIMP for everything. And while GIMP is like super nice, and it's like you know you don't ever have to use Photoshop, but Photoshop makes certain things easier. Uh, and then like uh, with Premiere Pro, you have like After Effects if you do any kind of. That's like the one weird thing for me. I was very used to in Sony Vegas doing a lot of the effects and the editing and that kind of stuff in Sony Vegas where Premiere Pro, you don't really do any of the effects in Premiere Pro. There's a lot of um, automatic or like pre-made things you can do in Premiere Pro, but there's you if you do any kind of true video edits, you're going to do it in After Effects which is another learning curve in itself because like some of it is similar to how uh, Vegas, uh, it's just Vegas. I, I was saying Sony Vegas, but like now it's just called like Vegas, which is annoying. But um, yeah, and that was kind of just a side tangent because like learning a new editing software is a can be a pretty big learning curve, even though I am going from like the second most popular to the most popular. Um, and yeah, I've been, I got really into Pokemon, just Pokemon content in general, I'd say. But when it comes to me playing, like, I've been watching a lot of Pokemon content and, like, that kind of thing. But when it comes to playing the games, I've been really into the vein of, like, hardcore nuzlocking. The problem is I finished the Fire Red one, and I immediately tried to, because I felt it was kind of easy, and I just kind of flew up uh, by the seam of my pain. Like, I just went super lax lax with it like so lazy through that game and i was just like i want something that's challenging <laughs> and so i picked uh, a rom hack called um uh, storm silver which is an amazing rom hack made by Dreano. and i it, it beat my ass the first few times like i don't I think I got past the first gym leader after like the second or third attempt, but like it's, it was like, it took to get past like the third gym leader, I think took me a good few tries. And then like fourth gym leader was like a special, especially bad, like cur like amount of attempts, like losing multiple times. Um, and it's, it's been, you know, a big, and then I made it even harder by I'm now playing like a certain version of the game where you don't get effort values, which essentially makes it so that when you kill Pokemon, you get these things called effort values or EVs. And after you get a certain amount of EVs of, um, you know, either attack, speed, defense, special attack, special defense, that sort of thing, you um, that stat increases by one if you get enough of them. Um, and I am playing a version that removes EVs, it's so you're supposed to play that if you want more of a challenge. I'm playing it because I was EV training to the point of like insanity. So I wanted to just take the resource away from me. 
Um, and it does some like useful stuff like um, get it makes it so like friendship evolutions and stuff are um, just much faster because friendship evolutions in the game it's like you can do it safely it just takes forever you can literally just ride around on a bike and friendship evolve a pokemon so it's like it, it's not a skill-based thing and the, and i'm on like i attempt 17 18 19 or something and i like i use rare candies because for one thing i don't ha- i don't get evs from pokemon and i'm doing like i'm streaming the attempts so i don't feel like grinding out pokemon battles because it's just not like worth the time because i would just do it safely and just not fight high level things especially because i'd want to max out the amount of evs i'm getting Uh, but that's a tangent in itself but um i've been having a lot of fun doing that because the challenge of hitting a wall is like i just genuinely like okay i have to get better at the game and some of it is like encounters and like what I also like is playing it in this way, and especially one of these ROM hacks, they boost, they boost, they buff a lot of the Pokemon. And since you, and since you're trying to, um, and you only get a limited, they buff a lot of Pokemon, you only get a limited amount of them, and you don't get to exactly choose your encounters. You can, do certain things to help your odds of getting certain ones, but you can't choose them for the most part. And I like that a lot because I use a lot of Pokemon that I wouldn't normally use. And it forces you to use a lot of Pokemon uh, just to take on certain battles, like to the best of your ability. Cause you can't, if you use the same team against every gym, you'd get fucking smoked because every gym leader has six Pokemon and they all have competitive movesets. It is pure insanity. Like I, until recently, like I, even on the first few gyms, I was having problems. But on my last few attempts, like I've been for the most part able to breeze past at least the beginning portion of the game because I know it enough where it's like, okay, I have, this is kind of my, my strategy of how I'm going to go about this sort of thing. Um, and then it's, yeah. And then I was, I decided I also wanted to try to do a mono lock, which is where you play. It's just a hardcore Nuzlocke, same rules, except for you can only use a singular typing in the game. And I wanted to do one that nobody's done, which makes it so it's very difficult as well. I thought it wasn't going to be as difficult as it is, but I'm now on attempt like 45 of this thing because in Pokemon Black, you get like four electric type encounters through the whole game. It's like, well, it's four through six. It's something around there. Um, And I have been having just a terrible time with it, Uh, just not doing well. But, well, no, I, I, I can't say that. I've figured out strategies of how to do well. And, oh, fuck. And I've been doing better for the most part each time, but it's hard. It's so hard. Um, and you can really just kind of get fucked. So it is. Beating it is going to be difficult, but I think I can do it. So I'm going to continue to do attempts. But I've been really focusing on, even though I'm playing 
I was doing Storm Silver at first. I'm doing Sacred Gold now because that's what the EV-less patch I have of the game is um, of. Um, but yeah, just playing a lot of Pokemon. A lot of Pokemon. Like Pokemon Legends Arceus came out and I really want to make a video about that. I essentially recorded my entire playthrough of that game. Not every second of it, but a lot of it and like all of the important bits essentially. Um and just how well crafted that game is and you know it has its shortcomings it's like it has the nintendo shortcomings the nintendo shortcomings of mediocre graphics the nintendo shortcomings of uh, a little bit too much hand holding and some of it is like i completely um would not hold against the game like i think the hand holding is is there's a well, okay, it's very odd because I would say there's there's almost too much hand-holding, but realistically, I think the hand-holding is just enough for, like, kids who might be trying to play these games because I feel like this would be a complex game for kids to play. For adults, it's like it makes sense for the most part, but for kids or, like, less experienced, like, gamers, you know, this game, I think, is a little bit more complex and the hand-holding is a little bit more necessary where compared to like some Pokemon games, like the more general Pokemon games where there is still a lot of hand-holding, those games don't need as much hand-holding. I think those are a little over hand-holding. Um, and then you have, but yeah, Legends Arceus. I didn't get Elden Ring um, mostly because I still, I have Dark Souls 1 through 3, and Bloodborne, uh, still have not finished any of them. Haven't, just haven't for whatever reason. Um, well, it's because I'm kind of bad. Bloodborne isn't, I could probably finish Bloodborne w before I finish like any of the Dark Souls games. But um, I I think the, like, the plan would be essentially play through all the Dark Souls games, then play Elden Ring. Um, cause the amount of like people, all the hype around it, it does make me want to play it. I've never like had this many people telling me that, like a game could be like the best game of all time or like one of their top games of all time, like all at once. And like people that in general, I talk to and have different gaming opinions and have different games that they would call their favorite game of all time. When so many different people are like, this is the best game I've ever played. I'm like, okay, I feel like I have to play this game because such a wide margin of people are um, are saying, you know, best game ever kind of kind of deal. Um, and then my room is a bit, well, now office is in a bit different shape. I think I mentioned this in my other video, but like I have my office set up now and I have it, I have it more set up because it was over where this thing was, was where this desk was before. And I have the green screen up. I have a microphone over there for a reason, kind of a meme reason, but I'm going to get it like configured at some point. Um, and then, you know, I have... I have a whole shelf of stuff over here and everything. I, I, I'm keeping this as open as I can because 
my plan is I'm going to more than likely get like a white, I, well, I have a white table. I just bring my white table up here and be able to set up and record uh, YouTube videos. Because uh, I do have a few planned out ones, ones I I kind of need to, there's one that's like, I can't actually, um, I can't script it because it's not really a scripted video. It's just a, it's like, a go through it and shit kind of happens video. Um, and then I have a few other ones and I just want to like, there's a few things I want to learn how to do, uh, to make videos is, um, like learning like Arduinos and stuff and that kind of thing. Um, getting more into like, I already know how to do programming at least to an extent, but for one thing in my degree, I'm going to be doing a lot more programming soon. Uh, and I just want to get a better understanding of it. And I think I can make some better videos if I had a better understanding of it, because I'd like to make a certain style of videos. And I think it's like, I could get, I could pay somebody to do like some of this coding stuff. If I really wanted to just get it done and like, know it's going to get done properly, but it's like, I, for a video, it's like, I could just do the whole process and make it part of a video and it would be a better payoff me learning it than having like siloing off some of the work and then kind of taking credit for the end result. It's like you would just see me uh, using that for a video's content. It's like, I, I think in some cases that's fine. It's like when it's more complex things, but it's like for some of the shit I want to do, like some of it involves like, I have like a Bluetooth um, smart bike thing. It's like a, essentially like a cheap Peloton, uh, like way cheaper than what a Peloton is. And I want to see if I can take the, either take the Bluetooth signal from that and do something with it, like the Bluetooth connection, like the data that it shoots out when you connect it to something or simply like connecting. Um, you can get like those things that can read your bike speed and then connecting that to like an Arduino and using that for like some kind of, uh, and using that to like control something. But you know, it's, it's so much in the air that it's like not even a hundred percent worth talking about. Cause it's just random shit. Uh, I, but realistically, I think a lot of the content for the future is going to be, I want to, the thing is, I feel like I need to just start doing some easier hardcore nuzlocks because, oh, but fuck. Because for one thing, I'm just not, I'm just not going to get videos out if I'm just doing these more difficult ones. I can continue to do these difficult ones, but then just like bang out some, um, some playthroughs of like some easier, like maybe monotype challenges or if, or if I can think of like specific challenges, like, uh, I'll do them. And I've also thought about like doing, playing around with like, uh, Pokemon modding because I don't think it's too complex. It's not something that I feel th like threatened by, I guess. Like, I think I could learn the concepts quick enough to, do some amount of modding to make videos on it and make um, certain things. Like I've, cause for one thing I uh, see like the, so there's the point crow um, 
and whoever he made it with the map randomizers. And it's like, I know they're working on some of the other generations, but I would like to, it's like, they're, they're taking their time with it sort of thing. I kind of want to look into how to do it and like either do it on my own to like make it for some of the other games or like, you know, help them if they're open to having help. Cause I just like, I would like to see those be made quicker essentially. Uh, yeah, and then let's I'll talk about some other shit too like um, finally got back into I've been so out of like lifting it's not even funny I'm hoping I can make like get back into the fitness mindset a little bit make more content about it because I do like talking about it and it's something that I feel like there's a lot of people talking about it on YouTube but <laughs> there's a lot of people who come from a certain mindset that talk about fitness stuff and like I think some have just a generally bad position when they're talking about this stuff or they there's just a lot of like weird toxic stances I think in fitness and I think I at least offer something a little bit more and like I think covering just some of the stupid shit you see and like pointing out how how to at least me it's very obviously fake, but it might help someone else not who's not as like knowledgeable about fitness things or is just like, you know, might be susceptible to a random ad or something, just knows that this stuff is bullshit. It's like making stuff like like semi funny, semi educational. And well, mostly just like, it's like just commentary stuff. I need to get better at being funny. <laughs> I just need to be better at like actually, cause I make these commentary videos and I feel like all of my points are like decent at least. And then, but I mean, you don't have to make jokes in commentary videos, but you kind of have to, if you want like any sort it's like you have to show off your personality and then even in video form my social anxiety is a little little bubbly bubbling to the surface kind of thing well not bubbling to the surface it's there on the surface i have to like let the other shit bubble to the surface i guess i don't know um but oh yeah just i want to i just want to make more content and i have some ideas that i think are good and like are either plays on i i want to like i want to make good like long form content i want to make some content that is um loosely related to other content but like new forms of it so it's like a it's in the same vein but it's like completely it's the same uh base concept but applied to something completely different kind of thing which is like the one video i have a video that is kind of i just have to get some more materials around for it and then i can do it and it's like i also have to like rig up the setup for it because i want to make it like a little bit more of a complex like editing pro so it looks better like multiple camera angles um that kind of thing and yeah And I, I don't think this is going to be a necessarily long episode because I don't have like enough projects going on at the moment where I can talk on them. And for the most part, 
I don't expect a lot of people to watch this because it's a very early, very early episode. No, it's just like I have 66 subscribers on YouTube. It's like, you know, once that number gets above 100, I'll feel like, okay, people might actually like be genuinely checking into these things. I, I mean, I think there's some people who are genuinely checking into these things, listening to them, like maybe, you know, it's, I have that. But I always have that nagging thing in my head. I'm like, no one uh, gives a shit. What I, and you know, when you're making stuff, you have to just tune that out because it doesn't matter if someone's watching your videos or whatever. You do. It's like I am making this stuff because I want to make content, and to make better content, I have to make content at all. So it's like, would more people seeing and like enjoying my content or giving me criticism on my content? Uh, be better yeah because then you know more views could would mean at some point I could you know monetize this and be able to then put money back into it to make better content and then more people like critiquing criticizing and all this kind of thing would mean I can then take that criticism and make better content and that's something I've said since day one is like I'm not going to um, some people are like why like why would you go onto someone's video and just kind of shit on it whereas like it not shit on it but like why it's like it's just a youtube video why would you go to, to someone's comments to just openly critique them or something it's like i get that to an extent but i also want people to like mention things that i can do better it's like maybe don't be a dick about how you're critiquing me but you can critique me especially if i do something like bad or wrong or like, I don't think I'm ever coming from a place of, like, toxic or being, like, I'm never trying to, like, I try to make videos either to entertain people, to point something out that I think is toxic or negative or should be, more people should be talking about it, and I, in general... I'm not trying to bring people down with any kind of content I make. I'm more or less making content for a myriad of reasons, but in my eyes, I'm only trying to do positive things when I am making content. I'm not ever trying to do purely negative things or anything like that. And it's, I don't know. It. I feel like the... And that's what, I mean, that's what everyone says. They're never trying to be bad. They're always trying to be good. Because good is good and bad is bad. And it, it's the narrative that everyone spins for themselves. And it's you can't truly know if someone who made a video or they're obviously being bad meant it or not. And I'm going off on a tangent. My brain likes to do these conundrum kind of things where I just go crazy. Um, but <laughs> in essence, I am just looking to do more like I want to collaborate with people. I have some friends that make content, stream and stuff. I want to look to do more with them and I just need to come up with ideas. And I like I feel like I had so many ideas at one point and I just keep telling myself they're bad. And in reality they might not be bad, they might not be good, but I should just really start like trying to flesh them out or just like I will, the other problem is I also am a like do it all myself kind of person if I can do it because I don't want to 
I I'm not a control freak, but I'm also not a I don't want to have to rely on other people to put out videos. I want to put out videos on my own time and then if collaborations happen, they happen and those can be kind of extra sort of things. There's um I don't want to have to, it's like in, maybe in the future, if I can find people to collaborate with regularly, maybe then I can have people to make like essentially like content that is like um, where I can rely on people, but I don't know. I'm going off on tangents and getting myself in circles. So I'm just going to end it here. Nice, short, sweet episode kind of thing. It's at about 30-ish minutes. Um but I'm hoping to have more to talk about next week. Maybe have a guest next week. We'll kind of see. Uh, but yeah, that was the episode six of the Trailer Park podcast. I am not sure what I'm going to call this one. Probably like Rebirth or something stupid. We'll see. But yeah, make sure to follow me on all my social medias. Um, I post on Twitter if I make a video. I post on Twitter if I'm streaming. I post on Twitter if I am inebriated. Um, you know, all those things. Uh, Instagram, I have only posted there semi-recently, like more than anything, but I'll be posting there more often. Hopefully, if my social, social, if my self-esteem uh, allows it, uh, hopefully it will. So, yeah, have a nice day.